Today, we have the pleasure of talking with two venture capital uh, executives, uh, Stefan Pesch, CEO, and Luis Galvelas, COO of the Luxembourg Private Equity and Venture Capital Association based in Luxembourg. Um, Stefan and Luis, welcome to the Series A podcast, the podcast where we talk about venture capital. How are you doing this uh, afternoon? Doing well. Thank you for the invitation. <laughs> Good afternoon, George, and thanks for having us. Let's get started right away. Why don't you describe to our audience what, uh, what does the association uh, purpose is and how many members do you have? Um, so the, uh, the LPEA, so the Luxembourg Private Equity and Venture Capital Association is the representing body of venture capital investors, as well as many other private equity investors operating in Luxembourg, as well as all the surrounding community of services that are used by these professionals, uh, you know, legal advice, uh, tax advisors, uh, uh, depository services, uh, there's a wide range of, of services. Uh, as of today, the LPA has 305 members, uh, which, as I mentioned, range from what we call the full members, so the investors or the, the asset managers, uh, to associate members, which are these advisory companies. And also, more recently, we created the category of um, affiliate members, which is reserved for individuals who are somehow related to private equity in Luxembourg. And the goal of the association is to represent, promote, and defend the interests of all the members that were mentioned by Luis, and certainly also of the industry, private equity and venture capital. Okay. And uh, do you have any liaison with the government, or is it a private uh, institution? So this is a private association. Oh, sorry. Private association, and we certainly have lots of contacts with the different public uh, departments, ministries, and stakeholders in order then to represent our industry to discuss with them what could be done in Luxembourg and certainly also uh, what private equity and venture capital can do for the real economy. And uh, before we talk about the uh, profile of your uh, members, uh, I assume uh, they have to pay a membership fee or is it free to join? It's a professional association uh, and we want to believe we provide professional services. <laughs> so it's, it's a paid membership. Uh, there's a lot of work. Um, we are six people today in the association from communication to um, public advocacy to uh, managing the different technical groups that run in the association. This is, a, as mentioned, this is a full-time job for us and uh, it's indeed. And as Stefan just mentioned, we are uh, fully private, so we are fully funded by our private members. Uh, so there is a membership fee to support all this work that is also appreciated by the members of the association. Okay, uh, fair enough. And uh, out of your members, uh, what percentage is the venture capitalist? And uh, what about the private equity uh, firms? Well, uh, on that number, we can ahead. say that um, we have more than a majority of full members. Those are then the GPs, general partners, 
but also including the venture capitalists. We have the LPs, limited partners, and also the family offices. So that's really the biggest category within the association. We have many local VCs in Luxembourg present who have started the adventure here. And we have 19 out of the 20 biggest private equity houses worldwide who are in Luxembourg via some offices or investment structures. Uh, so th those yeah those firms uh, the, the the big global firms present in Luxembourg they have buyout strategies but we also have seen have seen significant growth in Luxembourg of um, private debt and venture capital has been growing steadily um, it's 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 marginal if we if we speak of the overall industry but there are many funds based in Luxembourg some of which. Um, created in Luxembourg, so from from Luxembourg professionals or you know headquartered in Luxembourg, and which in our view are very valuable because are also the ones that have uh, a widest range of activities in the country. So buyout firms they operate globally, so they have different structures in different countries in different you know areas of their business. And we see many VCs fully operating from Luxembourg, which is very positive for us. So let's take an example. Uh, say I operate a small venture fund uh, in Luxembourg and uh, I become your member. Would you be able to help me find limited partners? And uh, how else would you be able to help a small venture capital firm in your area? Um, since we are a global association, we are certainly bound to neutrality rules, meaning that we should not now privilege a specific member compared to others. So that's our thin uh, red line. So we treat all our members equally, but we certainly can help many new members in order to get also some visibility meaning we would not help out directly any specific VC in order to find the biggest LPs, but we can make things happen. We can invite that new member to join some panels, some webinars. If they have an interesting story, we can feature them in our magazine, our newsletter, in our social media. So there are lots of different interesting uh, methods or channels which can be used. And here, the, the presentation of that company should always remain educational and bring some interesting new angle also to the other members. That's really what is important. I think, Luis, you can also add a few things there since you know the communication quite well. Well, the same way we don't uh, help them fundraise directly, we also don't help them identify investment deals. That is not our purpose. We animate a community of private equity professionals so we create an ecosystem and we make sure that this ecosystem is able to communicate with each other, is able to network, is able to learn from each other. And then each player will do its own job, its own due diligence. Um, I must, um, you know, to be honest, I know there are many uh, funds that come to the association in view of having an easier access to, to the investors. Uh, but it's indeed on their and to do that job afterwards. They really need to, you know, participate in the, in the different groups that we animate, um, be featured by their competencies, by their skills, by how expert they are in a certain field. And then that is what will 
attract the attention of investors and other fellow VCs. Could you describe for our audience a typical example of a player, of a fund that is a member of your association? Um, how much money is their fund? And uh, approximately how many investments have they made? If you, if you can share some uh, typical numbers of the venture capitalists in your area. That's very diverse. Huh? <laughs> well, um, we do have many different members. Uh, we have one of our most historical you know, VC investor is Mangrove Capital Partners. They were the first investor in Skype, for instance. This was, you know, two decades ago or something. Um, and after that, they have been doing other, many other successful investments. Uh, Wix as well, which was uh, is an IPO um, in NASDAQ. But most importantly, over the, over the time, they, they, I think they are on their fifth fund right now. So they raised five funds. Uh, we also have another prominent investor, which we have interviewed recently to our magazine, uh, which is now finishing the investment stage of their 100 million fund. Uh, these are two completely different situations already. And then we have smaller investors. We have a US firm, uh, Paladin, uh, capital, uh, Paladin Venture Capital, uh, it's a U.S. firm investing in cybersecurity. They have a team in Luxembourg. Um, we have um, we have now also a pool of corporate uh, corporate uh, you know companies based in Luxembourg that are somehow exposed to venture capital. Some of them investing directly in startups, other um, welcoming them in um, incubation hubs and supporting them in different ways. So there, are, there is a wide range of, of investors um, and there's no one solution fits all there. And also George, uh, just to add also to that question, since we are really part of the private equity and venture capital industry, this is a little bit more private. This is not now a liquid fund where everybody, even retail investors could invest into meaning you cannot find that easily, I mean, the annual audited accounts. You can also not uh, receive the prospectus or the PPMs in our field. So those are things that um, where you need, let's say, more information directly from the GP, but they will certainly exchange that if you are a sophisticated or professional investors in most cases, meaning we don't have a complete library of all the fund structures of our members and then could tell you, okay, uh, example number one has 200 million AUMs, the other one has 500. I mean, that will really depend on different stories, as mentioned just before. Either Mangrove has a different story compared to Exxon and Paladin. But, I mean, globally, uh, it will depend on the maturity, on the history of the, the founders and certainly of the firm. Mm -hmm. And uh, as an association, uh, do you collaborate with other similar associations uh, in other countries? Yes, for sure. We are all part uh, of the Invest Europe network, which is located in Brussels. This is the Pan-European Association. And we are certainly exchanging with all our peers uh, then the best practices. And we are even organizing, thanks to Lewis and the team, also some international webinars 
for the moment webinars. Afterwards, after COVID, it will be roadshows again, meaning we are there as ambassadors representing the Luxembourg financial sector and private equity and venture capital, venture capital sorry, industries. And how can someone attend uh, your webinars? Uh, do they have to be a paid member of your association? No, most of them are free. Yeah? Uh, you just need to subscribe our newsletter and receive the weekly invites. Most of our, of our events are free for members. And for those who miss them, they can still find the same webinars in our YouTube page. Uh, as well in our Spotify and SoundCloud. So we, we are very open and accessible. There are a few panels, a few webinars that we prefer to reserve to members, also because uh, we believe they have a certain value that is specific to our members. But in general terms, we are very open association. Our magazines are free as well. You can go to our website and download our magazine. We also have a very useful uh, private equity and venture capital guide uh, on how to set up your fund in Luxembourg. Um, and so we are very open and there's a lot of free information out there today. Uh, so, so lots of uh, strong uh, specialized content, George. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, for example, I would recommend in the VC space to have a look at the interview done in our new series, which is called Private Equity Venture Capital Stories in Luxembourg with uh, the founder, Jérôme Vitamer from Expon Capital. Those are really examples which show how open we are. And since this is part of our mission to share that knowledge with the community, with also more general uh, practitioners in the future, so that's what we do. But sometimes we also have closed events when this is really around legal, tax, regulatory topics, which is normal because those are very technical or when we have uh, super highly skilled guests from abroad, or even from Luxembourg, including the supervisory authority or others really uh, high-level speakers. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Uh, Luis, you mentioned the um, procedure of starting a venture fund in Luxembourg. Could you outline uh, the timeline and costs of uh, how, how would that be possible for an, a potential investor that could be listening to this? Well, I can say a few words, but I hope Stefan completes is, is more versed than I am. I will, I will. In that field. Um, one thing is to be, to, to, to understand that first is, is if you want to have a regulated fund or a non-regulated fund. Uh, it's only mandatory to have a regulated fund, if I'm not wrong, Stefan, for funds above 500 million. Um, you can also opt to have a regulated fund below that, but this to say that depending on the size of what you want to do, there are different types of structures. And what Luxembourg has, um, you know, which is very specific to, to, to the country itself is what we call the, the toolbox. Uh, there are a set of tools, a set of different kinds of structures that, will, um, that we are sure that you will find which one will suit you better uh, by the end of the day. Um, so depending on the type of structure you want to create, you, you, you can take a few weeks to, to several months. Um, but precisely, there are options for those who are a bit more in a hurry to create a certain type of structures. Uh, and those two that want to create more long-term uh, and, and bigger funds to, to go through a more official and regulated path. Stefan, please. 
Yeah, I just wanted to add, absolutely, as mentioned, so the 500 million, that's uh, the AFMD threshold in order for you then to take a, a fully authorized uh, structure with the different, um, how could I say, service providers, that then makes a difference. For example, what was an, a huge success story in Luxembourg were the uh, limited partnerships, which then have been pushed uh, in um, um, during the AFMD implementation in 2013. And they have really represented an enormous increase of the market and allowing so many uh, GPs and VCs from abroad to find the typical structures they have known in their specific uh, law and jurisdiction and in order then to be below the thresholds, be sometimes unregulated and do uh, a very agile work in Luxembourg, meaning you just needed then a, a good lawyer in order to prepare the PPM and then certainly also to find the right provider, doing then your central admin, bringing some substance around the table and then you could really start doing your fundraising uh, and to start then afterwards investing that money. Very nice. Um, are you guys using uh, online tools such as Pitchbook or Crunchbase in order to uh, um, evaluate or gather information about uh, the venture capital uh, members and uh, the space in general? Well, those, those tools are more useful to track startups and to see who are, which other investors are investing where. Um, we use Prequin, which is another tool, uh, more focused on the overall private equity industry to, to know the, the different stats that come out from the market, as well as to, to track the, the players that are based or operating in Luxembourg. Um, there is a very uh, large number of tools these days and databases and platforms available. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you also uh, collaborate with family offices in your area? Uh, yes, they are part of the, some family offices are part of the association of the LPA and they actively participate to a club. This is like a committee where they can join, where they can discuss specific topics they are interested in, which are the trends, where should they invest some money, where can they find some interesting talents in order to make their teams bigger? And those are uh, exactly uh, the right candidates who can join us because uh, they have also a very nice story to tell in Luxembourg because they also take the decisions locally and look also uh, in the world where to find the best investments. And uh, how about uh, accelerators or incubators? Do you collaborate at all uh, with those type of uh, organizations? Uh, yes, uh, Luxembourg has a very um, active community, uh, you know, entrepreneurial community, which, by the way, has changed quite a lot uh, in the past decade. Uh, we have now several incubators, uh, most of them publicly promoted, and uh, some with a real old in history as well, um, and some also specializing. Uh, we have, for instance, uh, uh, the Luxembourg House of Financial Technology, for instance, which is something that links quite strongly with the Luxembourg financial industry, trying to find uh, the, the next digital uh, tools, the next digital solutions that will help the financial center to move to the next step. Uh, we, we, we collaborate with, with many of them and um, 
they they host today, I I could say in the hundreds of uh, startups. Uh, it's much more common today than there was that there was uh, ten ten years ago. So there are some small stars that start shining from Luxembourg and some of them with the right access to funding, others growing internationally. And um, it's, it's, it's very much, those success, uh, su successes are very much parts, are very much a result of the, um, the large supporting entrepreneurial community from the university to city incubators, to uh, creative hubs, to uh, financial technology houses and, and many more. Okay, and this is a natural fit, George, uh, for us to work also with those incubators, accelerators, because they are in contact with many uh, successful and also talented startups, founders. And we have certainly also on the other side and the different investors who are also specialists in the field. So this makes a, a good matchmaking in order for them to discuss and sometimes present them the products to some of our members also if they are disrupting, for example, the world of the investment funds with new technologies, including, for example, blockchain, or they can do something uh, which uh, facilitates how to create the Luxembourg fund also. Those would be examples. And uh, in terms of total capital invested uh, during the pandemic, and uh, if you could compare these numbers um, to previous years, uh, how would you say um, investments have uh, evolved during the pandemic and what, the, what do you see for the near future? Uh, again, on this side, I would suggest you to have a look at the Invest Europe statistics, which have been produced uh, over the different years via their data initiative. And uh, the last ones available uh, were those of the uh, first part of 2020, where you could see that, uh, I mean, the COVID-19 crisis has kind of halted a little bit in the beginning the entire activity, but the markets have recovered quite quickly. And for example, all the technology-oriented investments, they have really hit an, a very high record because many, many firms had to digitalize, had to use those new platforms and means, and that was also a huge success story. For the statistics of the last part of 2020, they are not available yet, but they will soon. So to be further discussed later on. Okay. Uh, and uh, what, what sort of activities or uh, plans do you have for uh, the rest of the year? <laughs> well, this is very much uh, uh, ongoing. Uh, last year, we changed significantly the way we operated. Uh, as Stefan mentioned, we, we, we were used to go to different countries, represent Luxembourg, participate in international affairs, host events with other associations and other partners. And then everything came to a, a halt and we started running webinars, digital events. And it evolved in a way that uh, by the end of the year, we have delivered roughly 60 digital either webinars or interviews uh, with our members and our community and export new formats. So we have a flagship uh, event taking place every year, the Insights Conference. Last year, we converted to digital. This year we're going back to an hybrid version, 
at least uh, an hybrid version. So uh, getting back to a real venue so that people don't miss uh, the networking part. Uh, so that's what's coming next uh, by the month of October, uh, our annual conference. And we will continue delivering new format. For instance, we just hosted uh, three weeks ago um, a job fair, uh, which was quite innovative. We have never tried it. Um, we know there are companies quite experienced in delivering job fairs. Uh, we knew we had a very you know, uh, active community eager to attract new talents. So we, we set it up and it worked and it was a success. We have 23 of our members uh, presenting their firms and 250 participants in total joining us. That was a new format that we tried and we will definitely repeat uh, in September. And, um, and we have our training academy also, which is a new project mm -hmm. that we started developing last year, which uh, we will double this year. So everything going into the direction on how to attract talents to Luxembourg in Europe really makes sense. So again, combined with the job fair, that's really making sense. And uh, we're also exploring other ways to explore, uh, to, to, to leverage uh, the digital content we are producing right now. Uh, which is quite significant, so I will not reveal it for now, but um, we have plans to make sure that we are even more visible in, in digital and video channels in the future. And uh, will our members, uh, our audience, be able to uh, follow some of those activities from your uh, website or your social presence? Yes, the, the best is precisely the website and social media. We post everything we do on LinkedIn, for instance. If, uh, if you follow us on LinkedIn, it's hard to miss. Um, you can also subscribe to our newsletter, but uh, yes, everything will be on the website. And as mentioned, many of these things are, are free of charge and you know, of open access, uh, like the job fair, for instance, which is uh, uh, something that we, we, we gave access to, to many people that came to contact with the LPA for the first time. and. Um, it was open to all. Stefan and Luis, I would like to thank you very much for your insights and uh, letting our, our audience know uh, about the venture capital and private equity ecosystem in uh, Luxembourg. We will be sure to follow you um, on LinkedIn and uh, we'll speak again. Okay, thank you very much. May I just give a final word? Yes, because, of course. Um, of course. Uh, Luxembourg is a very exciting place for anyone willing to work in private equity and venture capital. Um, there are many opportunities out there, many challenges, many careers. Uh, as Stefan mentioned, um, we are running an academy, so it's important that people you know, find the right training if they want to work in the sector. But um, given that this is an international podcast, I would like to, to, to launch that and invite everyone to, to discover more the LPA, but mostly the, the Luxembourg ecosystem and, uh, and, and consider a, a career in private equity in Luxembourg. So a, a great place to be if you have bold plans and ambitions. Thank you guys. See you later. Sure, thanks. Bye-bye.